What up, what up, what up? It is Monday. It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. Today, we'll talk a little bit about recruitment with my boy, Nate Spurgis. That will happen right meow. It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin coming to you live from the MLive offices. And today uh, we're going to talk a little bit about recruitment. Nate Spurgis is here. He is the manager of the recruitment product that we have here. And um, we were talking right before we went on that this is kind of like every cliche thing you can say about employment is happening right now. It's the new year, new career sort of deal. And when you get into March is kind of when the budgets settle a little bit. So there's a lot of people starting to search for those ideal candidates, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's quote unquote crunch time, uh, in regards to, uh, in, in regards to, uh, recruitment. So, you know, getting people in to hit your 2016 goals and, and all of that is, is really kind of, uh, the focus right now. So while 2016, you know, I think the casual person that may have a job and be fine with it, not looking thinks March, what do you mean? We're just getting started, but it takes that long to kind of let everything sit where it's going to lay. And then it becomes crunch time instantaneously because you've probably got a finite amount of time before you've got to secure those positions. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So the first couple of months, I think you're looking at, you know, your existing workforce, getting them on track and getting them up and running for the, for the new year and the new direction. And now it's, uh, it's time to add, uh, talented individuals to join your team to, uh, to ensure success. Now, the one of the main reasons that Nate is here is because he and I say, share a same ideology, just in two different parts of the universe. And I have often said on this program, uh, probably every week, is that nobody should measure page views because they're just a terrible metric to measure success by. Uh, and you have a very similar uh, way in which you talk about recruitment. And can you expand a little bit about yeah. your, the recruitment funnel? No, absolutely. I would I would agree. Um, so a lot of times it's it's a reactionary uh, recruitment becomes reactionary reactionary someone quits or uh you know you have to lay someone off or whatever the case is and then um that job opening uh comes about and what do you do um so as you mentioned we don't focus on page views so we focus on a funnel it's always my argument and my my standpoint that your funnel should always be always be full of of talented individuals uh, I think in, in talking with any HR professional, um, they pr- much prefer the passive individual versus uh, versus the active. Um, now, let's pause there for people who may not know the difference. Can you okay. kind of break that? I mean, that yeah. passive is like my favorite recruitment thing. But yeah, like, yeah. can you talk a little bit about what that is? Yeah, no, the passive individuals, they're typically they're currently employed. Uh, they're doing a great job for, for their current company. Uh, they're not really, uh, re- really looking. Um, you know, they're they're not scouring the job boards and, and all of that because because they don't have time because when you work 40 to 50 hours a week you have you have a family right. you have everything else going on um, you know you don't have time to, uh, to to look for a job so those passive individuals are, are what we're looking for and, and what we're trying to get after so there's a number of ways that you can do that right the most man intensive one is what you and I would call coffee dates essentially right like you're going and you're physically networking with people either at b2b lunch and learns or individual coffees but as you said two seconds ago like if you are an hr professional that wants to keep the funnel full that's already a full-time job yes right so what's what's a really effective way to start finding the passives yeah so um one of the terms that we use here at, at m live and one of the ones that we've we've employed is employer employment branding 
Um, essentially, it's it's taking marketing concept and focusing on your company, your your company values, what you do from a day to day standpoint, and and educating the individuals that you want to reach about exactly what that is. So when they're when they're thinking, oh well, they're doing this, and that's really cool. They you know they give back to the community, and they're doing this volunteer program, and they're involved in in so many different areas. Wow, that's a great place to work. Then you're not having to do the coffee. You're not having to do all these other events that attracts those people. They're coming to you, and then your funnel's really full. It essentially makes your place a desirable place to work. So, okay, you're you're talking about a content play of some sort or another, essentially, right? Like you're either writing a blog post or doing video or a white paper or something to indicate that you either give back to the community or you have, I mean... This is going to sound like I'm making fun of it, but I'm not. But like you have ping pong tables and pinball machines, like whatever the the thing (laughs) is that you want to put forward as your brand. Um, You know, how do you get started with that? And like, where are the places that you should start? Is LinkedIn the natural place to start that stuff or? Yeah, I think I think you have to be a little bit of uh, a little bit everywhere. Everyone, you know, today we have so much access to information so you can start with linkedin um that's more of your your professional uh outlet uh so if you wanted to have a video on there or you know and write an article about industry knowledge things along those lines that's a great place but you don't want to neglect the other avenues so if you wanted to go into facebook people think oh my gosh you know facebook's not a place where i'd want to recruit well place facebook is a, is a place where people want to go and be entertained so Go post, you know, something cool, something interesting that's going to, uh, you know, to a highlight your knowledge, sure. but then, but, but then be, you know, say, wow, they really know what they're talking about. They know what they're doing. Well, and and you know, this is something that that um, we've been talking a lot about here recently, in that a lot of brands in whatever segment you want to talk about, Nate, if it's not recruitment, if it's actually selling, they think that they get two things wrong. They either don't go there because they go, well, it's Facebook and people are doing Facebook things. And now there's emojis and I don't like, and I don't know what Facebook live is. So I just ignore it. Or they try and sell stuff there. Right. Right. And neither of those plays work at all. I mean, what your play is exactly like put something up that's witty and smart or have some sort of discussion about something going on. And if, you know, like to use an example right now, like, if this worked for your brand and you wanted to have a discussion about freedom of speech, this is a perfect week to start talking about freedom of speech. If you're a Trump protester or a pro-Trump human being, that there's some robust conversations you can have if it fits your brand. I'm not telling right. you that nope. you should do it if it doesn't fit your brand, <laughs> but like yeah, it always things, gets sticky around the political it issues. It totally does, yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. you could. You know, I would love. First of all, I would love to get to a point, Nate, where we could have <laughs> these sort of conversations on these platforms without it devolving into yelling. Right. Um, yep, that'd be great. But my point being, you you've got to glom to the zeitgeist the thing that's happening right now that's where facebook is is the play for you to help with that passive recruitment right yep and absolutely and that, that kind of shows uh on the on the back end as well is, is that your company is very topical they're you're very in, you know interested in what's going on in the world as well as what's going on in your own world so um, i think it connects the two dots uh, perfectly so one of the other things that um i know that you're you're really into is the education part for the hr professional because they're automatically not automatically Yes, automatically. They're going to run into problems with the C-level executive who needs that position filled yesterday. Right. So it's not necessarily the best person. It's a person. Right. right? So what are some things that can arm an HR professional to have an educated conversation so that they don't have to do this again in three months because they got a person instead of the person? Right. And and this this is really where... um, 
whenever I, in my job, what I run into a lot. So I'm glad, glad you brought it up is, is we're changing the mindset of, of how you, you know, how you are, are recruiting individuals, how you're going about uh, sourcing top talent. So, you know, traditionally you're, you're correct. You wait until an opening happens, then you spend the money and you see a lot of executives, right. you know, so, so when you start talking about recruiting, when you're not actually, you know, recruiting, uh, or you have an open position, so to speak, you're, you're talking about spending money when you don't have to. I always, uh, I always say it's like, you know, buying tires, right? My tires work great right. <laughs> until they don't <laughs> until they don't. Right. And then that's where most people have, yeah, but the, you know, when, I, when I'm told, okay, you have to spend a couple hundred dollars on, on new tires and mine are working fine. It's, you know, but then when it snows out and I can't get up a hill, you know, then I'm like, all right, well, I'm glad I bought those tires. Right. That's a, that sort of thing um, is really the, the, the main obstacle. So really a starting point is, is for us to show HR teams AR success that we've been having uh, because we've, we've seen this evolve over the past, uh, doing this for over four years now, uh, seeing that, that evolution really take place, really um, take hold. So that way, when you do have an opening, you're not scrambling and saying, oh, no. You're saying, okay, well, we have these three people. Let's line them up for interviews. And then the executives start to see, oh, wow, we fill these positions. We can operate with business. We can expand or we can continue production. And we're not missing a beat. That's awesome because that's, that's, of course, what every business wants to do. They want to scale and they want to scale quickly. But the problem is if you start just bringing on human beings for the sake of bringing on human beings, that can slow your growth tremendously. Oh, absolutely. And that's that's money. It's, right. Yeah, and that's the toughest part because, you know, people don't want to, like, going back to the tire, you don't want to spend money on, on new tires. The The beauty of what we've been able to kind of do is is show how that filled position essentially turns into money because the hardest thing in the world is to have a return on investment with uh with with what you're doing if you're not going to track how much that person is actually worth to you so you know figuring that out and then demonstrating our value through uh, that process is really what sets us apart and so one more thing before i let you go for the day like what's hr professional is looking at 2016 um they're a little bit overwhelmed by all of the product set that's out there not only just social but even everything that you can do in digital display programmatic versus non-programmatic like what's the number one thing that they should get educated about to be prepared to start building this funnel properly really the best thing that they could do is to to take a look at everything understand the basic a very high knowledge of everything where they need to go um what their goals are because every position is created differently you're looking sure. for different people so your your assertive asserted efforts go towards different avenues for for you know different skill sets so um the the really the first step is to get a broad knowledge because one place isn't isn't going to necessarily be the best place um people make different choices differently you want to make sure that, that you're there in, in all applicable avenues. So really getting a, a general knowledge knowledge and general understanding is, is what I would recommend. Awesome. Nate Spurgis has been joining us talking about recruitment. Nate, if people want to reach out to you, how do, what's the best way to do that? Best way to do that is to either uh, contact uh, HR at MLive.com or go to MLiveMediaGroup.com and fill out uh, an inquiry um, and or Send me an email direct, nspurgis, S-P-U-R-G-E-S, at mlive.com. Awesome, man. Have a great time in Mexico. Oh, thank you.